Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is the Grown Manish Podcast. This is the gentleman's gentleman, Bowtie Fresh, and I got with me. Got Mike J up in his house. What's going party, on, party, my brother? Party. Hey, man, thinking about the 90s, man. Hey, man, you know what I was thinking about today? Uh, this is mad. This is mad random. People from that town, they understand. Yo, Nick, I was thinking about, like, Deb's ribs for some random reason. I was in the grocery store like, damn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Like, man, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why hey, it popped up in my head. Maybe because I maybe. Hey, there was a type of ribs that would do it for you, man. I don't know why it just popped up in my head. I was like in the, in the grocery store walking around, like you know. I was thinking about honestly, like making a segment. The people should know this. Could be honest, like you know, giving like different nap town businesses that aren't anymore. It's like sponsored by Dead Ribs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Zeb. Yeah. Hey, some good stuff, bro. Ain't no joke about that. Zeb is straight. Yeah, man, but they that was that, that, They used man. to put that little piece of bread, like, right at the bottom, and it'll soak up <laughs> all the daggone barbecue sauce. You just, you just eat it. Like, you just roll it up like a half a little sandwich, but it's, it's just yeah. bread, white bread and barbecue sauce. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, man. Good as heck, though. Shout out to having white bread and barbecue sauce, man. I don't like wheat bread with my with my, with my my fried fish nor with my barbecue. I always got to be white bread. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, it don't matter with me. I just give me a nice little piece of bread, catfish, a little hot sauce. Well, mustard. Are we in there? We in there? Uh, no doubt. So man, it's, it's, it's twenty eighteen, man. So how how you been doing with the, with this cold snap here in Indy? We haven't we got a little bit of snow, but it's it's been super it's super crisp outside, man. How you been doing in that? Man, beyond super crisp, bro. Beyond super crisp, it's hell. Oh man, you be seeing other people yeah. like, oh, I'm out. It's fifty two degrees. It's cold. No, zero. It's been nah. cold, bro. <laughs> having to having to warm your yeah, car up for like thirty and forty minutes before you before you come and go, it sucks. So I, mean, I hate the cold weather. I hate snow. I hate ice. You're gonna be tomorrow. I hate it all. So yeah, uh, see, I, I, I'm on the opposite end. I, I, I like cold weather. I like cold weather and snow. I don't I don't mind it at all. But I have not uh, had the privilege of being out in it. Your, your boy been on, on on a bit of vacation this week, so I haven't really gotten out in it too much. Done uh, went bowling and, and done some little things, you know, errands and running errands, things like that. But I haven't really had to be out in it. So uh, tomorrow will mark the will mark the first time that I have to actually indulge in this in this weather. But I don't mind it, man. I like it, man. Difference, and also drive like an hour to work. You drive like thirty minutes. So, yeah, true. Got about twenty minutes. So, yeah, that's good but, stuff, uh, man. So, man, this is the first pie. This is the first recording of twenty eighteen, man. We come, we come a long way, brother. Season, season two. two, season two, episode one. So, hey, what a bang, man. Hey, man. I yes, sir. Too much enough, man. It's chilling, getting this stuff together. Uh, I was gonna say, hey, man, I watched that shit, you know, Grownish, this uh, last past. It was pretty interesting, man. Made me feel old. Yeah, I haven't. Good little show. I haven't had a chance to peep it out. Uh, I, I, I definitely, I might do that uh, after after we record and, and before the Globes come on. I'm, I'm trying to catch out a little Golden Globes, just depending on what time this Panthers game go off. But I might try to catch it a little bit. I don't know if it's on Hulu or anything like that. But it's, I think I it a is. Big it's, fan. On, it's on Freeform. Okay, free, well, I'm, I'm a big fan of Blackish, so yeah, yeah I'm gonna check it out. Nice little show. You guys, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll, have, and, we'll talk about also, that in our next episode. And also, the main one of the main characters, the dude, he's from that town. The dude that, yeah, he's from that oh, okay. town. Yeah, man. So nice. we always shout, shout out, from, shout out to NAC. 
So I always sound shouting out the town. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, man, uh, uh, the team's been cold, been chilling, ready for this uh, championship football game. We'll get into that a little later. But yeah, man, I guess, uh, you know, I guess we hop, hop on to it, man. I mean, a shout yeah, out I, to I, my, I, man. But hold on, before we start, man, shout out to one of our partners, man. Uh, they got a crib yesterday. You know, we both helped, helped move. And uh, I just realized oh, now, yeah, man, I'm, I'm too old to be doing that, man. I, I think Mike Jay's on the retire. I got one more move to make. I told my sister I would help her get a washing dryer. After that, Mike <laughs> Jay's done, man. I've been helping people move. <laughs> retire like the game. Hey, man, I can't do it no more, man. I, I slipped, you know, the truck. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, that ramp was slick yesterday, and I slipped off. I'm just blessing yeah, that weight yeah, thing yeah, I'm blessing that white thing didn't fall on me, man. But shout out to Mike Jackson and his wife for getting that, getting a crib and everything. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah, that moving. I, I ain't got no more moves in me, bro. I'm, I'm about <laughs> done. <laughs> I woke up this yeah, morning, was, man. My was, leg was hurting, swollen. I was like, oh, nah, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I don't ask me. <laughs> because now I'm like, yo, straight up, get, get some movers, man. I'm telling you. But, uh, you know, shout out to them, man. Hey, I'm, get, I'm dead. I get the movers. I'm dead serious. The last few moves I done had, I ain't got movers. Like, for my family members who moved, I done helped them get movers, man. I'm good, bro. I'm, man, I ain't got to think. Did. I've had physical, I, you know, I done been help people move and worked in physical labor mostly all my life. I'm I'm good. Because, <laughs> you know, I can't go around with no messed up knee and going to swollen knee and stuff. I'm good. But, um. Yeah, man. Out shout out to them. I think it's about to rain. My knee's acting up a little bit. Hey, man. I'm good. That's what you're swollen. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, man. So let's yeah, jump into that damn trunk. I didn't feel too bad. Yeah. I'm cool. It's just this, you know, slipping <laughs> on that thing. And, I'll, you know, I was going to wear boots. I was like, well, I don't want to get my nice Tim's messed up. I was like, I'll just wear these old Air Maxes, you know. And, you know, I don't, hey, I guess I, guess I should have wore oh, boots. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah no doubt. Well, let's jump into that damn well, Trump news, man. Hey, man, this week no has doubt. been inter- interesting, bro. Yo, from the big nuclear button button with North Korea, that Fire and Fury <laughs> book, my my lady ordered the book, man, so I'm ready for her to get it so I can read it when she's done with it. Yo, my man called oh, yeah. him. He, Y'all might have he, to pass uh, that my way, man. I might want to check that out. Then he bragged about no planes crash, no planes crashing in 2017. And then the big thing, he, talked, he said he was a, a stable genius. Someone he's been to the best yeah. college or college, no, college is, he's been the best college in the world. So that's one of his best traits. He's a he's a stable genius. So shout out if y'all really think that Donald Trump is a, a a stable, more or less a stable genius, man. This dude is like I just I mean every week I it's it's not even a surprise. But I get so much we get so much show stuff about the show by like Tuesday. And before I got man, off I, here, not to cut you off, did you read what he just tweeted? No, I, I, have, I, I got about, my Twitter up. I got my Twitter up, no, but I, my, I, I looked at, I peeped up at this Panthers game, and my man missed the field yeah, goal. Just, yeah, I just seen that. No, no man, so my man was talking about they're going to have the fake news awards. They, they're pushing them back from this Monday to another week so because it's taking off more than what I – mean, let me just read the tweet. That way I can uh, I can give you all fully due justice on, on, what the, on, what our, on what 45 says. So, yeah, hold on. This is – we live. When I say we live, y'all, we live. In effect. So let's just see what what he said this time. All right, hold on. Hey man, I say why are you looking up that? Why you looking at that tweet? Uh, also on Twitter, I seen a bunch of the memes uh, with regards to his big nuclear button uh, uh, comment. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the different memes with, with his wife. Yeah. About he, 
I, I don't know how big the button is, but he still, he seems to can't find the right spot to push. I'm like, man, the, the internet well, the internet has not lost yet with these memes, it's, man. Stays on the For field, real. bro. All right, so I'm going to read y'all Undefeated. this tweet. The fake news awards, those going to the most corrupt and biased of the mainstream media, were presented to the losers on Wednesday, January 17th, rather than this coming Monday. The interest and importance of these awards are far greater than anyone could have anticipated. That's y'all president of the United States. <laughs> I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> how does he have so much time for so so many trivial things, man? It's like, dude, there are more important things that you <clears throat> excuse me that you should have uh, on, on your agenda. Then his daughter said that he he would love to be able to sit and eat McDonald's and drink diet and eat McDonald's in his bed all day. So, hey man, so shout out to, hey, I, I, there's, no, there's nothing else, there's nothing else really to say, bro. <laughs> there's really nothing else to say. Yeah, man. I could give I, y'all a long diatribe, but it's just nothing else to say. Yeah, I'm, 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 re- I'm really interested. I might, I'm gonna have to definitely uh, try to uh, borrow the book from you after you, you and your lady have had a chance to read it. I'm interested to see what else is inside, inside this book, what it has to say. But uh, for sure, man, you know. Hopefully, 45 can start start to uh, display some of his genius level uh, talent for our for our country and then push on in the right direction. And I, I hate to I hate to always like harp on someone or down on someone, but like you said, he gives you so much material. Number one, but number two is like, man, my God, just just prove me wrong. Like this is one one time, just prove me wrong in something, man. Like I live in this country, so I you know I I want you to be successful because that means I'm successful. But my goodness, dude. Killing me. Oh yeah, but man, so let's let's jump to it, man. We had a few interesting twizzlers for people to sit on this week, man. So, uh, yeah. hey, you want to do the you want to let's, let's you want to do the first one? You do the first one, and then we I comment. I do the middle one. We both do the last one. All right. Uh, so. Sit on a Twizzler Award for this, one of them for this week. Um, a for, former Arizona football coach uh, that was fired for sexual harassment. But he gets the Twizzler Award. Uh, and I, I don't know. Some, some cats would say it's a player move. It's an OG move. I don't know. But we're giving him the Twizzler Award for having his wife and his side piece on the sideline at the same time. Or making his, making his assistant stand in between the two women. So they literally are feet from each other. Hey, you know, he, he got both of them on the team. He's got his assistant kind of playing police role while he's coaching. Like, he got to sit on the Twizzler for that, bro. Like, you, 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 as the old adage goes, you shouldn't where you, you shouldn't where you, where you uh, eat at or how, how does it go? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, she should. You like, can't man, don't you, shit where you, you eat. You, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, bro, come on, man. You got the game messed up, bro. You, you, got the, you got the game messed I know you're trying to go play a fly status, but, man, my goodness. Oh, touchdown. Savagery. Touchdown Saints, man. Yeah, like I said, we live, y'all. Mike J Mike and I, we sitting here watching the Saints game and giving y'all some podcast information right now. But, you know, nonetheless, we're going to keep it pushing, man. But, yeah, Arizona head football coach, you got to sit on the Twizzler, bro. Like, you know, if, if you're going to have the game and you, you think you got the game sold up, so Trump tight like that, I mean, that's, that's one thing. But, man, on the sidelines, you got them both on camera and all this, nah, bro. You got you got you got to hit that Twizzler action. Definitely, man. But uh, this goes out to Hotep Twitter, and, and you know we'll talk about Ashton Twitter <laughs> later, later. So this one goes to Dr. Umar Johnson and Tariq Nasheed 
Now, these brothers are Man, the two brothers. members of the Hotep Nation. Hotep, if you don't know what Hotep's are, they are the brothers of all every kings and queens and are very Afrocentric, and they make comments a lot of times. I ain't going to lie. I got a few Hotep family members in, in my family. I don't talk to them a lot. I got love for them, but I only can do Hotep in small doses. Hotep is like eating fried yeah, chicken. Man. It's good, but you can't eat it too much because it make it make your head explode. But yeah, man. So these brothers <laughs> is on there talking about well, fighting each other. I do more refer to himself as the prince of Pan Africanism. Yeah, man. This is another cat that's <laughs> been out here uh, lying, talking about he was in Frederick Douglass's uh, bloodline and they were family, and he, you know, he took money for this school that still hasn't been built yet. And he's kind of a fraud, but you know, it's neither near nor there. So you know, Tariq Nasheed. He said he was going to, like, I thought he said he was going to slap the titties off of Umar Johnson. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Which so, was funny. It was, it was funny because being in the hotel community, it's all about uplifting one, one another and uplifting the black community. And it, it gets a lot deeper than that, but that's just an overall overview. We, we, we don't have near enough time to get into it. But the fact that, that these two brothers are now – kind of breaking the, the mold and what they stand for, what they go against, and talking about violence and fighting each other and things of that nature. It's kind of contradictory to everything that, that they that they preach about and talk about and, you know, lead their lead lead this community about. It's, it's it was kinda of funny just just to hear these two cats kinda of take the gloves off and go at it. Oh yeah, man. So shout out to that. But I ain't gonna lie. If they did want to fight, I would pay them to watch it. I'm not going to lie. It's like I would have wanted to watch uh, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. If it, if it's some two people who look like they want to fight on TV, I'm going to watch it. I love boxing, but I also watch Struggle Fights even more. So uh, definitely, struggle man. So, so definitely going to tell the whole – they can sit on the whole tech black Twizzler and, man, you know, just move on, man. So I guess I'll hit the last one. Is that cool? We both can comment on it. Yeah, no doubt, hey, bro. Hey, man, so uh, – the whole, you know, another set on the Twitter goes to a repeat offender, and that would be ESPN. Now, y'all probably like, man, Mike J, Bowtie Fresh. You brothers love, love, love sports. You talk about it every day. We look at the Twitter, your Instagram, and everything else. Y'all always talking about sports. Well, ESPN gets one because they had Katie Nolan, uh, and Katie Nolan was on on the show Deezus and Maryland. I love Deezus and Maryland. Them brothers are super funny. And she called Donald mm-hmm. Trump a fucking idiot, right? So nothing happens to her. But, you know, previously, last year, we stood with Jamel because Jamel got suspended two weeks for calling Donald Trump a white supremacist. And if you look at some of the stuff that Donald Trump has done in his career, and these are facts, you know, you can be Republican all you want, but these are facts as far as the housing discrimination and other things he done Central Park 5, then she was suspended for two weeks. But this lady, nothing happened to her. So nothing. what do you think about that, both times? They're calling. Hey, I, I agree. I agree with what a lot of Twitter is saying, what a lot of people in general are saying. People are not, you know, you and I, you know, we run in the same circle, things of that nature. It's, it's the complexion for protection, man. It's not the same rule. I, I think that is, you know, utter BS that uh, Jamel Hill got a two-week suspension, and Jamel Hill is a uh, much more prominent, much face on ESPN you know, as far as ratings, as far as her, you know, individuals following her, as far as what she brings to that organization as a whole. And you, you're you willing to go out and suspend an individual of that caliber for two weeks for making a political statement, but then turn around after you suspend her, you make all these rules about, you know, making political statements and defamatory remarks, and you make all these different rules, ESPN. And then this this uh, individual, this young lady who uh, is not African American, comes out and does the same thing. And to date, nothing has happened. 
Y'all got to say on the Twizzler. Now, Borderline about to stop, stop even messing with y'all in general after this because, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of the suspension of Jamel Hill and how that was how that was handled and treated, how she was treated. And then for this to turn around and happen, that's like a slap in my damn face. Yeah, I love the hell out of some sports, and I'll watch it. But, you know, Fox Sports Network, you know, hey, I, I may have to start looking at that a little bit more. I don't know. may just have to start getting my stuff, on, you know, online or, or what have you. But I just think that it's not fair. We, if we're going to have these rules or y'all going to have these rules, everybody needs to be on the same playing field. And if it's a two-week suspension for for Jamel Hill, uh, a, a large face uh, on that network, then certainly this individual, Miss Miss Nolan, should face the same type of suspension. I'm not saying she should face more, less, anything like that. It should be the exact same. It's just it's just bullshit, ESPN. So y'all y'all have to sit on that that whole Sam's Club, Costco jumbo pack of Twizzlers because right now y'all on some bull. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. But uh, speaking of ESPN, man, uh, I definitely agree they shit on the Twitter because that's some bull. And not that I di- I don't disagree with what she said. I definitely believe he's a he's a fucking idiot. But you know, it's neither here yeah. nor there. So man, let's, let's hop in the NBA, man, because you know NBA is stays popping. So man, let's just hit up. I know Isaiah Thomas returned to the Cavs, man. Do you think his return gives him a chance against the Warriors? I do, bro. I honestly do. I think that it gives them an, another individual that is going to be able to, A, create his own shot, but, B, he's a scorer, man. I mean, I'm not the biggest Isaiah Thomas fan, but I respect what he does. I respect what he brings to the game, and I think that he gives them a, a one heck of a punch. You know, Love is playing some really good basketball this year. I mean, I think that LeBron, he's always going to be in the MVP race. My opinion, the best person playing basketball right now, my opinion. Um I think they, I think him coming back with Wade coming off the bench, Tristan Thompson coming off the bench. You still got Jr. You got a shooter in Corver. I think it gives them just enough firepower to compete with with Golden State. You know, also I think that that gives them a little bit more depth to compete with Golden State. You know, you got Jay Crowder. I mean, they got Jay Crowder. You know, also who's a heck of a defender, but he's he's a he's a volume scorer too. He he can score you you know a couple for some some points you know in a bunch. I think that gives them what they need to compete against Golden State. In saying that, though, I still think Golden State's the team to beat. They just—they've been playing together. They played together longer. They've won the championship together. You know, they've, they've got that communication, the spacing. Steph Curry is back and seemingly healthy. I think they're still the team to beat. But I definitely think that this 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 potential final series will be probably more entertaining than the last one. Yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I, I think that I mean I think they can get Boston. I think Boston doesn't might not have enough offense to beat the Cavs. But yeah, it's just you know it, it's just I mean as good as Isaiah Thomas is, he's five eight. What Steph six three or six two? Yeah, so Steph's like there's six no two, way he can think, really yeah. he can challenge his shot. And then Steph he can go around and he could shoot shoot over and the fact he can shoot further. He had forty five points yeah. last night, three quarters. So then three uh, yeah, I'm gonna say three quarters. Man, Steph is going to have one of these games. Y'all hear but He's going to hit like 17, 18, 19 threes in a game. The, the record is like 13. So I definitely think if he plays like a four, full four quarters, he can hit 17, 18 in a game. So that's okay, kind of where I I'm, so I'm, I'm going, going to, man. But, uh, hey, man, so, you know, the Big Baller brand is back in the news, brother. So uh, I, we big got a couple of Big brand. Baller brand news. So let's hit LeVar, <laughs> man, first. 
LeVar, well, he got an interview, and he said that the team is uh, – they, they don't like playing for – they've quit on the wall because they've been getting blown out. So, you know, let's just stick it strictly to LeVar and Lonzo. So what impact do you think these comments are going to have for Lonzo, bro, with his teammates? I think uh, – I don't, I don't know if it's going to have too much of an effect between Lonzo and his teammates. I think it will cause a little bit of – a little bit of friction just in the organization as a whole. I think Magic Johnson has done a good job in the past of pulling LeVar to the side, like, yo, you need to, you need to chill out. Um, I honestly see, I, again, this is father and son, but I honestly see Lonzo kind of taking a step to his daddy and being like, look, I need you to calm down, you know, just take a step back. Because if you look at it, Lonzo played a lot better when LeVar, when LeVar wasn't there and when LeVar wasn't making all these comments about the Lakers and things like that nature. It, I think it's just an added pressure and it's a distraction. So, I mean, I think it may be a, a sit-down conversation over, you know, over some pork chops or something in the ball household and say, you know, look, Pops, I know you mean well, but, you know, let's, let's just take a step back and chill out for a minute. Because look, Lonzo, I mean, he's been playing pretty well. But you also got to look at that's a young squad, man. You got Ingram, you got Randall, you got Lonzo. I mean, uh, what's the what's the other cast I can't think of his name? Kuzma. Yeah. I mean, it's a young squad. They're playing well, and they just got to learn. They got to learn to win. They got to learn how to finish games. But they, more importantly, got to learn how to play together. I mean, a lot of these guys are again very young. So I mean, they got to learn the game and learn how to play together a little bit more to be as competitive as they can be. I think they can be very competitive, but. I just think it's going to take time, and, and what, what LeVar is doing right now is not helping. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. I thought it was it was mad interesting to see, man. But uh, back, let's just push past that. So, the big baller brand, Jello and Mello are in Lithuania. So, now they get the big yeah, baller man. games. Both times, tell the people about the big baller games. Yeah, the big baller, the big baller challenge game. So, what it is is that uh, Mello and Jello, their, their Lithuanian team, they are going to be a part of what's called the Big Baller Challenge Games. They will be broadcast. It's five games that will be broadcast on Facebook, um, but kind of just as under the Big Baller brand, you know, namesake or logo or platform or whatnot. Um, it's something that the Lithuanian team has agreed upon, and, you know, they are on board with it because I think it's going to, for them, I think they see a business need or a business thing of just saying, you know, hey, this is going to bring more attention to us. Um, but in this aspect, while I, while I really – you know, can be critical of LeVar and his other comments, and the other, Michael J. and I were just talking about. I, I respect LeVar in this side of things. You know, him getting his kid, him getting the brand out there, him channeling, you know, um, business ventures and things of that nature for for his brand and things of that nature. I think I think it's a very smart move. It's a smooth move by him. Uh, I, I, I've been known, or people have heard me say that he's the he's the the male. Uh, what is it, Chris Jenner? or whatever her name is, the Kardashian mom, how she's just out there, you know, peddling and pimping her kids and, you know, making money off of that brand. Um, I think people give LeVar a bad rap, but he's just doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So I respect him for trying to build his brand. He's getting tons of free marketing and free media and, you know, so forth and so on to help build his brand. So, you know, uh, that, that side of things I think is pretty smart move by him. What do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, I think you get you able to get that free, uh, free advertisement, you said, I watched the little the, the little uh, reality show on Facebook. So last week they showed Jello getting locked up in China. So I think the new episode comes on in like forty minutes. So after the show, I definitely will be watching Ball in the Family. But yeah, Levar's smart, man. You know, if people will give him a bad rap, but Levar, he's smart. He's building his brand. 
he's raised his sons to be good guys. He's recognized like, come, you know, because it's not like they can't go back to college. You know, it's not like they can't go back and say, I want to get a degree. College isn't going anywhere. So just take advantage right. of, of their popularity now. Get as much money as you can. You can always send the kids back to college. So it's not like the UCLA. Right. If he want to, if that boy want to go back to UCLA and be a student, UCLA is not going anywhere, or wherever right. he wants to do. So yeah, man. Shout out to Levar, man. But uh, hey, man. So the All Star All Star Game voting. They got the first. You know, the Greek Freak is leading all all uh, all people, and KD is leading is leading is leading the West. So if you were the Greek Freak, who would be your first pick, and why? <sighs> man. Um, I don't know if I'm the Greek freak. I, I'm gonna have to go with LeBron, and, and the, the the reason why is because he's LeBron. That that's just plain and simple. Being able to play with LeBron, you know, you don't know if you in their careers, you don't know if you ever get to play with each other or not. Um, but I would want to play, you know, alongside LeBron and see what he brings to the table. You know, have a little fun. I mean, I think that, as we all know, in the NBA All-Star game, in the fourth quarter, things get serious. Everybody gets competitive. I think that playing alongside LeBron uh, would add a fun element. If I was the Greek freak and it it was me, I'd be like, you know what, I want to play with the best player in the world. If I think that he's the best player, which Greek freak has gone on record and said he thinks that he's the best player right now, um, I would would do that. That that would would just be me. That's how I get down. Um, But, I mean, it would be hard for me also not not to try to I don't know I don't I can't remember what the rules were but if I could pick up Steph man that that would be another person it'd be it'd be another person I'd be like you know without a second thought I want to play with Steph too because that cat seems like he's a fun uh, fun uh, teammate to have. I think the first two top both who would, who would you roll with? I think uh, man if it was if I had the first pick if you took LeBron if I had the second pick I would take Steph because Steph can shoot. And like I said, I want to be able to get a big lead because you say, you know, the All-Star game gets close in the fourth. It's all fun and giggles yeah. and everybody's going behind. But in the fourth quarter, if the game is close, that's yeah. everybody hunker down. Kind of that's so you can really see how good these guys are. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. So, let's just say, all right, so, all right, you got LeBron, I got Steph. If you were KD, we'll, we'll finish. Cause we're gonna do a, we'll do another a longer segment closer to the All-Star game about this. So, if you had the second pick. Your KD, who would be your second guy? Now, I already picked up Steph for my pick. You got LeBron. So, who would your second guy be? Uh, man. Uh, I would probably say uh, – I don't know. I'd probably say John Wall. Because right. yeah, I think I think again he'd be another uh, that'd be another fun individual to play alongside. He's a great point guard. He's explosive, uh, and he seems like he has fun on the court. So I I I think that I would probably roll with John Wall. That's a tough one though, but I, I would roll with John Wall. Okay, I will take Russ. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, see, and that's that I was I was going to take Russ, but I'm like, man, like I I, I like the way John Wall. I, I like the I, I'm a Russ Russell Westbrook fan by far. I am, but. Yeah, I would have took I would have take John Wall. Yeah, okay. Well, bet we'll we'll jump back to this at a later time, and we'll maybe we can do like a little call-in show. You know, I like to put stuff out for the people, right? Like a little all-star call-in show. So, man, uh, okay. So we got that. We're pushing past, pushing on, pushing on, pushing on. Man. Hey, so so we'll get to straight to that NFL. Hey, man, congratulations, John Gruden, for getting the bag. Yeah, man, hundred million. million. Man, let me ask you this. Hundred million. Questions. 
Do you think he's worth it? And I say that, I mean, of course, we can always say, well, nobody should get that much money for sports. But do you think, do you think that he can coast the Raiders to a Super Bowl? Uh, I think I think that he has the potential to coach the Raiders to the Super Bowl. I think that he does. Um, now, do I think he's worth a hundred million? No, I don't think that he's worth a hundred million. And I say that I don't think that he's worth a hundred million because I look at other coaches, specifically Bill Belichick. If I'm gonna pay a hundred million dollars to somebody, I'm gonna pay a hundred million dollars to Bill Belichick. Um, Gruden was while I think he's a good football mind, I think he was you know a pretty solid coach. I don't I don't the body of work. Um, I know that he has like mass appeal. He's got like a movement behind him or whatnot. A lot of people like him, so forth and so on. I think that he could probably be a very personable guy to the players. Um, but as far as coaching, as far as getting us to the Super Bowl, I, I just don't know if he's a hundred million dollar guy. Um, I don't know, but that's my opinion. Like if I if I'm if I'm paying top dollar, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Bill Belichick type guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Like, if he wasn't retiring, I mean, I, I would probably even maybe say I, I potentially could pay Bruce Arians $100 million. He's never won a championship or anything like that, I don't, you know, like as a head coach. But I don't know, man. I just I, – personally, I don't think that John Gruden's a $100 million guy. Yeah, well, how much do you think Belichick will be worth on the open market? Man, I don't – that now, that's a tough one. That I don't know, dude. I give uh, – I, I mean, I don't think he has I, 10 years left of coaching any. But I bet if I would give, I mean, yeah. but like if I was a team, like I like the Giants, right? Let's call them like the Giants. Yeah. If I was a Giants, if the, if the Giants had a chance, to get, I would give Belichick twenty a year. I give Belichick five for twenty. So because I don't think he has ten more years in because Belichick is, you know, he he's looking the same for the last twenty years, but he's getting up there in age. I would go for that. Give him compare our personnel yeah. and everything else like that. You know, but uh, yeah, man. So uh, congratulations on them boys getting the bag, man. And uh, you know, also congratulations to you know the Titans, Ugh, the Jaguars. Yeah. We don't like we don't like the AFC South here, and the Falcons, Bastard. man. For you know, for you know, for, <laughs> for, for for winning for winning the wild cards, man. So uh, also shout yeah. out to Tyrod Taylor. He took a huge shot today. So hopefully that brother yeah. will be all right. But, uh, yeah, man, yeah, definitely man. Take, send, send a prayer, prayers and well wishes to that brother, man. He took he took a hit. I, I went back and looked at looked at that uh, that little clip, man. He took a hell of a hit. So uh, definitely hope that brother's all right for sure. Uh, uh, you know, and and I and I, I can't stand the AFC South, man. But you know, I, I give it to Marcus Mariota and the Titans. You know, the way they held it together and came back and got that win. Uh, Mariota seemed to almost have just like that. I'm going to will this team to win. Like he was doing a little bit of everything. Like he he threw that block to free up the touchdown for 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 Henry and you know a couple other nice plays that he made. It was just one of those things. Like he that was one of them times where he's like, I'm going to leave everything out here, man. I'm doing everything I can to win, and uh, I, I can respect that. You know, I can't stand the Titans because they're AFC South team, but I can respect that type of play from 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 a guy. So shout out to Marcus Mariota and the Titans. You know, again for for that good win, man. Yeah, man. So definitely, you know, you know, teams have moved on. So we'll definitely we can talk about the matchups at a later time because right now we don't know because we're still we still got to wait for the uh, for the Panthers Saints game to finish in order we'll figure out the whole wild card matchups for the other games. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's jump to college football, man. The championship game is Monday. Who you got and why? I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Georgia. I'm a, I'm okay. a roll. I'm a roll with Georgia. 
Um, and I'm going to say Georgia just because I think they, they got a lot of momentum right now. They're playing with a lot of fire. I, I mean, and overall, they're, they're a good-ass football team, I mean, you know, outside of that. But I think they got some good momentum going on right now. And I, I, I just I think it's going to be Georgia, man. I think it's going to be the Bulldogs. Man, well, if you're going to go there, I think it's going to be Alabama. And Alabama got a – oh, somebody got put on the cart in the Saints game. I think it's going to be Alabama. Yeah, I saw that. Man, did you see that big dude for Alabama? He made an interception on one play. Guy. Then they threw him a pass on offense, and this big dude was like 300 pounds. He got both of his feet down, man, tapped his toes. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. That front seven is nasty, man, and I'm not sure yes, sir. that freshman for Georgia can handle it because cause Georgia, like to, they like to hit you on the outside with them runs, man. So yeah. it's going to be interesting if, if they can score enough points to beat Alabama because I watched the game and they played Oklahoma. That was a good game, man, but they, they, just, yeah. they, beat, out, they beat up Oklahoma in the, in the second half. You know, so it's going to be definitely. I think. Uh, I think so too. I think. I think. I think it's going to be one of those things. Is is can Georgia put up those points to put pressure on Alabama to score? Like you said, Alabama Alabama's defense stout, but it, you know, will they be able to be able to compete? You know, if that defense doesn't hold, will Alabama be able to compete with the scoring ability of Georgia? But it's going to be a good game. I tell you that. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely looking forward to it, man. But uh. Hey, man, so we got a new segment on the uh, Grown Man Ish podcast called Black Striving and, and Achieving. So, uh, yeah. so I would like you kind of to take hold of this, man. Yeah, so we, 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 we touch on this a little bit in all of our podcasts, but we're like, you know what, we want to we wanna promote positivity and good big things happening in the African-American community. So uh, we decided to come up with this segment and just highlight individuals that that are doing really good things uh, in the in the community and, and for themselves and kind of you know setting standards and tearing down barriers. So uh, first and foremost, uh, we want to give a big shout out to Melvin Carter, who's the first African American mayor of St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota, 164 years, I believe, is said of you know of, of of being a city, and the first time that they've had an African American mayor. So definitely want to shout him out as well. Uh, Mike, you got anybody you want to give out to? Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to Essence Magazine. Essence is back to being 100% yep. black-owned. Yep. So shout out to the sisters and brothers of Essence for being, you know, being being strictly to the, you know, just growing, man, because Essence is, and I actually, I read Essence, I listen to the podcast, you know, and this black women are dope. So definitely I'm happy about that. And there's one more I've seen, um, you know, we talked about Charlottesville a lot in our podcast with the things that were going on there, but they also have elected their first mayor, Nakia, I think it's Nakia, Nakia Walker. Nakia Walker, American, yeah. Uh, mayor of Charlottesville. So you can see, even when you go through that type of stuff, the white supremacist tried it, but you still, you've seen how black excellence rolls again like a phoenix oh, and out the, Lewis, the Lucas Lions. <laughs> and, uh, hey, man, you see it, this... Uh, it's going, it's going down, man. So definitely shout out to them. Show up y'all and show out, in, man. Y'all got people in y'all community, you know what I'm saying, who's been rising, doing all these other type of things. Hey, man, send us through. We definitely will shout them out. Also, before I, I get off here, man, shout out to that sister at Granville. She had a quadruple-double. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw I that. I cannot remember her name, but uh, she had 15 points, I think 10 boards, 10 assists, and 10 steals. And also, we talk about a lot of people throwing down the turd. You know, we kind of went – we, had, we was getting gone, kind of went semi-viral yesterday. I seen this brother at Morehouse drop a turd on somebody. I said, damn, ABC's just dropping a turd. So got a, a lot of retweets <laughs> from that, man. So 
If anybody got an NBA, somebody getting turd dropped on them, and the turd is, you know, somebody get dunked on. And go ahead and show them. Make sure you hit that uh that hashtag grown man this podcast. You know, you heard it here first. That's on the made up so yeah, yeah. you know, we don't mind how you use phrase, but you know, just just drop it on. And just to uh, to go back, uh, the, the the sister's name uh, was Sha- Shaquilla Hill uh, for grandma. Oh, quadruple dog. Okay, shout out to her, man. So yeah. All right, man. So, but pushing, 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 pushing. So let's get to chop it up, bro. Let's chop it up, bro. And we had a listen. We had a listener letter this week, man. So uh, I'm gonna read the listener letter, and then we can talk Y'all about it. Dive in. And then we. All right, so. And this goes to Regina Greer. And for those Steve Harvey fans, y'all know who it is, all right? Uh, listen <laughs> to your pod, your last podcast, and you highlighted the hashtag MeToo movement. I wrote an article for the educators' room about students sexually harassing teachers. I love to hear your guys' take on the issue. So the article is about, you know, students who sexually harass the teachers. And in this article, this our, our reader or listener, as I used to say, she was a reader and listener. She came in and she talked about how she was being sexually harassed by young males in the classroom. Talked about her body. And I think that you said the young man, did he like put his hands down his pants? And there's right. a whole bunch and, of In the article, yeah. I said that one, one, she, had an, she had an incident uh, where a, a male student uh, was asking her some inappropriate questions about her anatomy, um, as well as a second incident where uh, there was a young man who actually uh, was engaging in some, some inappropriate activity and, and, and exchanges or an attempted exchange. I'm not going to say an exchange. It was on his. She she had nothing to do with this. Uh, but then the young man put his hands in his pants and began to uh, make sexual motions with his hands in his pants, uh, simulating a certain act, uh, which was very inappropriate. And uh, Regina uh, Greer made it or, or presented, you know, and stated that, you know, it made her feel very uncomfortable, um, as well as a lot of the other students. She said that some of the students kind of had a laugh after the fact, like, oh, man, I can't believe he done that or something, you know, to that degree. But the students were also kind of like in shock and all and uncomfortable, like, wow, like this is actually happening. Um, of course, um, she done the right thing and, and reported the young, the young man and uh, he was subsequently uh, suspended, and, and I believe the second young man was even expelled because he had a history of, of uh, problems in the school. Um, but, yeah, man, I think it's very, number one, it's very unfortunate that this is happening in our school. Um, no one, I don't care who you are, you know, teacher, student, whomever, I don't think that anyone should um, face that type of sexual harassment. Um, and it's particularly difficult for, in my opinion, uh, on the, reading the, reading this individual's article and on the outside looking in, I think it's, it puts our instructors and 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 um, administrators and educators in a bad position because they naturally they're in those roles for a reason. They want to uplift. They want to educate. They want to promote these young folks, and it puts them in a bad position because they no longer are able to do that. You know what I mean? She she probably cannot adequately. Um, and comfortably do what she wants to do as far as teaching and building relationships and, you know, gaining the trust of these kids because of actions like this. So it kind of puts her in a bad situation and makes her, her job a little bit harder. Um, but on the other side, um, as, as this individual mentioned in the article, oftentimes the instructor or educator is the one causing the problem. You know, they're making the advance toward the females or male students or whomever, and they're making they're the ones making the advances and putting those those children unfortunately in a bad scenario. 
Um, so in this side, in this side of things, you know, she potentially could face backlash, as which she stated, um, backlash and gossip, and you know, she probably, you know, done something to warrant this, or you know, she probably presented herself in a certain fashion and things of that nature, and that obviously wasn't the case for this individual. So I, I think it definitely puts um, our educators in a, in, in a tough spot. Uh, but more importantly, I think that they are, these are some things that we need to address socially um, in our society. You know, it's 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 not okay. You know, back in, um, I guess you can say the old days, kids would you know be adolescents and go through puberty and things of that nature. You know, a young young woman as soon as she's able to menstruate, it was like oh she's getting married. You know, back in our grandparents and great grandparents' days, things of that nature, they were having kids, getting married at 14, 15, whatever the case may be. Um, now, does that say that since we're in 2017 that, you know, physically, anatomically, these things have changed? No, things are still happening at the same rate for both males and females. But I think that there's a certain way that we, a different way that we need to approach it in our society currently than we did in the past, um, especially with the fact that these things are already happening physically. I know I'm going on a tangent, kind of getting long-winded, but I, I think it's important um, that these things are happening physically and physiologically to our uh, children, to our kids. Um, but in this day and age, they have everything at their fingertips. So not only are they um, advanced and kind of confused with what's going on physically, now they're getting that advanced mental stimulation of, from TV, from music, from, you know, wherever the case may be. So now that's just compounding on whatever they're experiencing physically and physiologically. And I think we, we as a society just need to approach it and handle it a little bit better, try to teach them a little bit better on how to deal with certain things. And But as a society, we need to handle it better also. So that's a tough spot. I definitely will continue to send thoughts and prayers out to, to, to our listener and, and, you know, hopefully that she can become more comfortable and, and do what she is um, great at, you know, I'm, I'm sure she is a great educator and, and continue to do that very well, um, but just do it a little bit more comfortably, you know, and have an impact on your children. Well, man, this kind of reminds me of a story, and you know, both, you know, the teacher, we talked about it briefly yesterday, and you know the person who said it, and I'm not going to put the person who said his name out there, but he was the, the, the darkest individual we ever seen in life, and he went to school with you at LC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to put the brother's name out there, but I, you know who I'm talking about? Right. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Anyway, so, you know, both time and I, we went to different, we went to obviously different schools, but then, you know, I ended, he ended up transferring to the school in the same township as I did, so we ended up knowing a lot of the same people. So this individual, I'm, we walked in, like, think the lunchroom, and he was talking about how he hit this teacher and hit, and I'm not talking about physically, but he made it, you know, he had sex with her. We were, like, in the eighth grade, right? So she, the mm-hmm. teacher heard him say, I think the teacher was fine. She was a substitute. She was fine. But, you know, I was an A-breast. I was so naive. I didn't say anything. She was like, little boy, what you talking about you hit this? And she basically, she just pulled him to the side and read him for for, for the ultimate filth. So this is like, well, damn. <laughs> I never thought about, like, teachers in the sexual way. I mean, she was fine, but, you know, I was in eighth grade. I wasn't, like, the listener in our, you know, about the student in our listening letter. But, yeah, man, this makes me, this just makes me go back to that, that time. Because, you know, like, you always hear, yeah. like, well, you always hear like teachers having sex with students. Well, so we also had it at our school, but you know, you never really hear about the stories of teachers being uh being harassed by uh by students. So that's definitely interesting. Like I said, we'll definitely uh be praying for you, and we like to hear about I mean, anything else that goes on. So if you guys also have any 
questions or comments, you know, feel free to send us a listener letter. As you hear, we we read everything, and we definitely will do our best to you know weave it into the narrative of the show. But both, I got one question for you, and I think you maybe talked about it earlier. So, what what age? What what kind? Of, how do you think the conversation will go when you talk to your sons about how to treat women? Uh, I think the conversation um, it, it should go fairly smoothly um, because their father doesn't treat women in a negative manner. So, number first and foremost, they, I would say you you should be able to a treat a woman as your father, you know, treats women. You don't see your, your father treating your mother or, or your grandmother or your, or your aunt or anything like that in, in a negative fashion. Um, so that's, that's what you need to present yourself. Um, you, you're, you're better than this ridiculous stuff that's going on out here. Um, but secondly, um, I, I would say it kind of goes along the same lines. It's like you should treat a woman as you would want a young man to treat, you know, your mom or your aunt or something. They don't have any sisters. So um, your mom or your aunt or something of that nature. So um, it's all about, um, you know, be, being respectful um, to an individual. And I'm not saying you have to go completely, you know, I'm the, as I always say, I'm the gentleman's gentleman, but you don't, you don't have to, you know, go far right or far left, but uh, you treat individuals with dignity, you treat individuals with respect, you know, and, and, and that's kind of, that's, I shouldn't say kind of, but that's what my message will be to my son. Um, you know what's right and wrong, you, uh, you know, and whatever your hormones are telling you, things of that nature, we'll address that, you know, when it's time to address it. But you, you are going to treat individuals with dignity, with respect, and you know, so forth, and so on. And I, I don't care. Some people say, "Oh, well, what if the what if the female isn't treating herself with it, or she doesn't do this, or she's doing that, or what?" Doesn't really matter. I could really care less what what the female is doing on her own. I don't care about that. What you do, you control your actions. That's what you have control over, and that's that's how you're going to conduct yourself. And that's what I'll tell my son. Okay. All right. So definitely want to address to address that, man. So, uh, hey, man, let's jump into Ashy Twitter. So yeah, man, you just to, hit you just hit me to what Ashy Twitter was. <laughs> I mean, I think Ashley Twitter, Ashy Twitter to me is kind of like Hotep Twitter, but I think Ashy Twitter mm. is usually people who say a lot of stupid stuff and they make comments that really aren't aren't like you know based in fact, and there are just opinions, and everybody has a you know right to their opinion, but a lot of this of the opinions don't make really sense. So uh, we're gonna call them Ashy Twitter. <laughs> so this week in Ashy right. Twitter. Social media was in a little minor uproar, and I say minor because once you once I read these tweets, it's like oh wow, it really was minor because these people are stupid. They're upset about actually <laughs> upset that, that Michael B. Jordan, uh, co-star of up the upcoming Black Panther movie, has a white girlfriend. Bruh, they people were talking about right. should they uh, should they boycott the movie? So I, I think I was reading this. I got this from Ricky Smiley's uh, website. So I got these are the tweets mm-hmm. from the, the uh, people talked about. And this is from at Chinatown, and you know at China C H I N A A underscore Town C O Y W N. All right, that way she can get her full credit. I don't see how people not wanting to see Black Panther because Michael B. girlfriend is white is stupid at all. Some people don't want to pay money to see to see a contradiction. Both what do you think about that? Uh, I. Number one, it, 
think that whoever this individual, in my opinion, whoever this individual is, has doesn't have any the slightest idea of what the Black Panther movie is about. Uh, it's not about <laughs> interracial anything or white or black anything at all. Uh, just because it's titled Black Panther, uh, that's because he's the, that's the superhero's name. Um, but uh, my, my thoughts are, I think that that the individual needs to uh, educate themselves more on the movie and what the movie is about uh, before making comments. That would be that would be my um, assessment or my thought on it. All right. So here's another one. Here's a tweet, another ashy tweet. Then also, if you guys have ashy tweets, don't hesitate. We will, we will talk about them on the show because we will. I feel like ashy Twitter needs to be. Uh, these people need to be recognized. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, from this is uh, I can't Sid Lescritora, so you know that sounds like an ashy Twitter name. Trying to figure out how Michael B. Jordan <laughs> starring in Black Panther, but got a white girlfriend. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag done. Hashtag career over. Now I'm a man of nuance. I thought that maybe they were being sarcastic, but I think that they were ashy Twitter doesn't have any nuance or any uh, or they don't they don't use sarcasm. So, nah. like you said, you know, nah. that's the movie is not about. And number one, it's a movie. Let's just get, yeah. let's just get that, make that clear. And the main character in the movie, Chadwick Boseman, I think he's married to a white woman. I don't care. He's doing it for me either way. I don't know. But I, but yeah. it's that's not going to stop me from going to see a movie from I want to go see because he that's has say, I say, <laughs> white man, white woman. Like I don't care because I ain't got to be bothered. Right, that's that's what I was gonna say. I was like, no, I I don't care if Michael B. Jordan is dating a white man. I really don't care. I, I'm going to see the movie. I'm going to see what. I'm going to see the acting. I'm going to see the action. I'm going to see the storytelling. I'm going that. I'm going to the movie to see the movie. But that what these people do in their personal lives, that's their business. That's not going to prevent now. Now, what? There's probably a couple things, but you know something. It, it, now, if the individual was, you know doing something to kids or harassing kids or harassing women or, you know, doing something derogatory or, or, you know, against the law, then I might have an issue with it. Like, eh, I may not mess with it. But just because he dates somebody of another race or same gender or whatever the case may be that people want to come up with, that's just dumb. And especially when you're talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the movie. Uh, not we at talking all. About, you were talking about actual tweets, and, I, and you and I were talking about this article, and there was a there was a tweet that someone made, and it was actually kind of thought-provoking um, um, uh, about the movie. And it said that, uh, and this person it was there is at Londa35. She said, well, hell, if we boycott because he's dating a white woman, then we won't be watching no black shows, football, or basketball, which is, which is uh, you know, it's thought-provoking because she's implying that, there are black athletes that date white women. There are other black individuals in television that date of the op- of date, date different races and so forth and so on. So I think that that's, that she has a good point. It's like you know, some of you people need to just sit down and shut up because this is dumb. Number one. Number two. I think that that speaks. Uh, unfortunately, it speaks to a lot of the black community. It, it, you're looking for a reason to tear someone else down or tear your own down or not support your own, number one. And number two, why are you so concerned with what's going on with someone if they're dating another race? Like, I don't know how many times, and, and, and believe me when I say this, like, I completely love and respect black women, 
But it's like, why is it always, oh, this white woman's going to do this, or, oh, this light-skinned black girl's going to do this, or, oh, this dark-skinned black girl? Like, why are we so caught up in that? Like, let's broaden our minds. You are all beautiful. All of you black women are beautiful. So strive and do that. Like, you do so much for the community, for the, for the society. Like, let's focus on that. Let's focus on striving and, and, and continuing to be great, you know, as you are. Let's not focus on, 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 this, on this, you know, idiocracy. There's, there's so much more out here. Yeah, man. So uh, definitely, man, I, I agree with you fully. Uh, but like I said, man, when it comes to Twitter, I would like to get the Ashy Blacks. I, if we did a racial draft, I'd like the Ashy Blacks, you know, and they can be, and they can go to Ashy, <laughs> Ashy, the Ashy Hotel, and the Blacks can stay. But, uh, yeah, that's just that's just showing that Ashy Twitter is full of it. And, uh, you know, I don't care. Like I said, we don't care about no racial relationships. Now, now I, one thing to say, if he was dogging black women out to make him, you know, to, to, to give a reason why he was dating a white woman, that's a totally different ballgame. But if you love, them, right. you know that's now that's when I have to say it's like, hey, that's not right. You know, dating who you date, you know, hell, he could be dating somebody else next month. Yeah, I don't really care. But you know, like I right. said, let's leave that. I thought we were gonna leave two thousand ashy people in two thousand seventeen, but I guess we have to keep taking our ashy asses back to twenty eighteen. So we just gotta keep keep praying for them, laying you know, laying the hands of God on them, giving them northern oil and on ashy knees and elbows and ashy shins and ashy feet. So shout out to Ashley right. Twitter. So you were able to you were able it's to get just one of them, It's just one of them things. It's like you you you're stuck. You're trying to get stuck or attach you know attach yourself to something that is just absolutely ridiculous. Like like who who cares? Who cares? That's that's just is what it is. I mean, and, and this is kind of a side tangent, but people always uh, you know in, in the black community or you hear about in the music industries or whatever. Like oh you know this this rapper is gay or that rapper is gay or whoever is gay or whatever. When it boils down to it, it's like who really cares? Let, no one no one is should be should be. I, I, there are people that do, but no one should be making a big deal about if someone's gay or dating someone of another race or whatever. Like dude, who really cares? Do you like their craft? Do you like the way they play basketball? Do you like the way they act? Do you like the way they sing? If you do, then support them. What they do in their personal life, or you know, whatever. But that's that's their business. And I think that's just a product of our society. Everything is so transparent with social media, and you got you know, ent- you know, I should say entourage. What do they call paparazzi stalking people and trying to get pictures? Dude, what these people do in their personal life? That's their personal life. Let that be. Who cares? Are they a good actor? Okay, then let's move on. You know what I mean? Like, like, why are we so caught up on this dumb stuff? Oh yeah. Like I said, man, another moment of Ashy Twitter before we go to our next topic is uh, you heard about that show with Issa Rae and a pre right that was it is it him or her? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, something so, like that. Talk, so, so him or her is going to be about a show about a bisexual black man living in uh, L.A. You know, this is about I dating, believe, yeah. and, I, and and obviously you know he's bisexual, so you know he, you know him or her. So there were some Ashy members of the of, of Ashy Twitter. Talking about this is going to be another plight to to make more black men gay over a TV show. So uh, right again, yeah. stupidity. Again, yeah. absolutely stupidity. Absolute stupidity. Like why why is it not okay for someone to say number one? Shout out to Issa Rae 
and her come up and for doing her thing. That's number one. She's having a huge impact on on society. The black community, yes, but society as a whole. I definitely give a big shout out to her. But I don't understand how people on Twitter, Ashy Twitter, can sit and say or you know write articles about how this is going to make more black men gay. Really. Like, yeah. it, like it's going to be something that's contagious or rub off on you. I mean, like, get get the hell out of here. It, she's trying to broaden and open ignorant individuals' eyes, like the people writing this stuff. It open your eyes to say, look, there are people out here of different sexual orientation, orientation, race, religion, whatever. She's trying to open your eyes to some of the things that they that they experience and to their way of life. Not even trying to say that you're going to understand it or agree with it. Just putting the presentation out there so that they have representation, so that they that people can say, oh, you know, okay, this is kind of like a day in the day in the life or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be a, a comedy. Yeah, it's, it's it's TV, but a lot of it is going to be based off of you know real life happenings. So accept it for what it is. It's an art form, you know. Accept it. It is what it is. Oh yeah, man. So what are your expectations of the show? Uh, I, for me, I expect it to be just as good as, as everything else Issa has done. You know, I expect it to be a, a I think it's supposed to be a half hour comedy type show. Um, I expect it to be um, thought provoking. I expect it, my expectation is for it to be thought provoking. My expectation is for it to be progressive. Um, but ultimately, I want a nice, funny show to watch after my long day at work. You know what I mean? Like I, I want some good television, and I think that I think that her and I believe the gentleman's name is Trayvon Free. Um, that's hope that, that they're working on it. I think they're going to put a good product out, and I look forward to watching it and supporting them. Oh yeah, man! So I'm I'm, I'm definitely definitely interested, man. Definitely ready for Insecure season three. But uh, yeah, yes, sir. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it, man. Because like I said, East is very smart. I heard what? his brother's really funny. I've seen him on Twitter, but I don't yeah. really know too much of his work. I think he has an Emmy for writing. So it's gonna be like the show, yeah. man. You know. Hey, it is what it is, man. So, and she's and, hey, and she's got a couple other. I think she's got a couple other, sh- uh, you know, um, shows that she's working on as well. So I mean, yeah, I, one I, is I supposed to be like a black nine oh, supposed to be a black nine oh two one zero or something. Yeah, yeah, in the mid nineties. Yeah, set in the mid nineties. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that too. That'll be interesting. Hey. Yeah, man. So definitely, like, hey, hey man, so jump to the go. Oh, I'm going Globes tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah, go Globes tomorrow tonight. All right, man. Yeah, come on do tonight. You do you watch? Yeah, I typically, I typically, I may not watch it all the way through. I typically make sure that I watch um, at least the opening monologue, or the you know, I try to watch a little bit of the red carpet. Uh, those, those of y'all that know Bowtie Fresh, you know, and everybody who's getting to know me, um, I am, I'm a very dapper person, so I'm, I'm into uh, men's fashion. I'm into you know suits and ties and shoes and socks and you know, tie clip, tie bars, and things of that nature. So, you know, pocket squares. So I'm, I, I like to see the different types of uh, statements that individuals make and that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I do I do watch the Golden Globes. I may not watch it all, um, but I definitely watch a, I try to watch a good portion of it. Also, because I'm a movie buff. Like, I'm a huge movie fan. I try to see just about any and everything. So, um, yeah, I, I will be I will be watching uh, the Saints game. It's kind of it's kind of interesting right now, uh, but I think that uh, I'll be ready to watch the Golden Globes when the time come on. Um, I'm interested. I'm I'm still a little bit salty about. I know uh, I'll get your thoughts on how you feel about Get Out being uh, nominated as a musical or comedy, uh, which it's neither one. But um, get your thoughts on that, my See how you feel. But then too, like, do do you watch the Globes, man? With you follow along? I 
I don't. I mean, my lady might be. She asked me was I going to like look at. It. I was like, yeah, I'll check it out like for a few minutes. But that's not really what I really get into watching. And uh, but but you know, but I but I did read that the that the uh, studios are the ones who put these movies in categories. So the studio said that to put Get Out in a musical or a comedy. Sometimes they do these things so they have a better chance of winning because they know what type of uh, you know, typically they the academies they only they go with a certain amount of people who are going to win. Uh, I think I read that with uh, hey you seen Fences correct? Yeah, yeah with uh what's this, this excuse me I'm sorry y'all uh with Viola Davis they made her like Five, yeah yeah they made her like uh, co-leading actress or something like that because if they'd have her in the leading act actor they she wouldn't have won so she ended up winning yeah. a, uh not not an Emmy but a uh, what do you call it uh whatever whatever the award is. So I think that's what it is. But I mean, I thought Get Out was great. I was late to get out. Get Out until it actually came on HBO. I just I kept wanting to see mm-hmm. it. And I kept missing, I kept missing it. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see tonight. I know the big thing tonight is that people are wearing black to uh, you know, to just kind of give a, a protest to the uh, individuals who've been affected by sexual harassment, particularly in Hollywood. Yeah. So that's interesting to see tonight. So. You and I, so you and I both touched on it too a little bit earlier about the hashtag Me, Me Too movement. I think that they are going to have um, some individuals uh, that, that started the movement or were part of the movement come on stage at one point in time with some female actors uh, to give a bit of a, a speech or acknowledgement. So I, I, I did read somewhere where that was going to be a part of the of tonight's show, so I'm interested in seeing that well as well because we we definitely need to bring um, uh, shed light and bring attention. To these, ridiculous, to these ridiculous things that are happening to women and men, you know, but particularly the women that, that these things are happening to, uh, there needs to be some light shed on that, and the stuff just needs to stop. Yeah, man. So that's definitely kind of where it's from. So I definitely will see that. Hopefully they bring that the black woman because she actually started the Me Too movement on the stage because you know when they had Time Magazine, they didn't they didn't put her on the cover of Time Magazine. Yeah. Though. But hopefully they will uh, they will put her on the uh, they will bring her on the stage, man. So yeah, for sure. Hey man, hey man, we got two more things and we're gonna hop off, man. First, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. You know he's gonna be the executive producer of the Black Panther soundtrack. Have you heard of oh, the song yeah, with man. him and SZA? Yeah, yeah. How is uh, that I have it, 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 it. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid, bro. It's pretty solid. I'm a, I'm a fan of both artists, but uh, I'm I'm. The hype for the movie, my excitement for the movie, uh, got even higher uh, when they announced this. So uh, I expect great things uh, nationally. I expect great things internationally for this movie and for the soundtrack. Um, there are, are it's going to it's going to have a huge impact and have a lot of uh, have a huge effect on Hollywood. I think, just my opinion. Yeah. I, I'm expecting great things from it. I plan on getting my tickets whenever ticket uh, tickets on sale yet. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I bought, I tried, I bought my I, tickets I tried for to Star look. Wars mad early, so I definitely want to buy tickets for this. Yeah, you and me both. Mad, mad early, man. But uh, also, man, another show that we'll be doing, kind of like how we did Insecure, we'll be doing the season two of ATL. Oh, I'm sorry. ATL, season two of oh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. ATL is a movie. Yeah, season two of Atlanta. Of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, man. So we definitely will be doing like a, a episode breakdown every week on Atlanta. So, you know, look here, you know, so listen to the show. You know, and if you haven't listened to it, if you haven't watched it, watch the show and then listen to the podcast. So we don't want to give you any spoiler alerts, but we'll be giving you a weekly breakdown of Atlanta. 
So I know we both will be watching. I think the impact will be great. Oh, yeah. It was a great it was a great show. I I'm will excited be watching. for it to come back. You know, the characters will really well created. So definitely looking forward to Atlanta. And really, man, I think both. we have uh I think we didn't I think we about almost done, man. Bowtie, do you have any more uh any, anything else to wrap us up? Uh only thing I will say to wrap us up, I hope that everybody um it has it started out the year successfully. Um, I wish every each and everybody, each and every person that's listening to us. I want to say thank you again for rocking with us. We started in season two uh, of of the Grown Manish podcast, and we want to uh, you know continue to give you guys great content. But uh, personally, I look forward to a lot more interaction uh, with you guys as listeners, listener letters, you know, DM things of that nature. Um, actually had a really good conversation with a podcast listener um, this week. Um, she sent me a message on Snapchat. Uh, we chopped it up a little bit. Um, very fine individual. Um, and I look forward to, to talking with her more and, and each and every one of you guys, you know, a little bit more and just continue to grow this podcast and you guys growing up with us. So um, I wish each and, every, each and every one of you much success as this year starts. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to uh... – Hey man, shout out to Lil Dre, man. Lil Dre is well, one is pure one of our uh, definitely one of our homeboys. Son, he turned fifteen today, man. So we get no. Oh yeah, so, shout, so. Out. shout out, hey, man, shout out, shout out to Lil Dre. Yeah, man, boy, he fit. Well, he know he's a little, hey, he's a little young boy. I tell y'all, air man. Yeah, he fit. He's fifteen, oh, yeah. man. So, so and while while we him, doing our man. birthday shout out. So doing our birthday shout-outs, I want to give a shout-out to a listener, one of my friends. Her name's Lauren. Uh, I'm not going to give her age, but she had a birthday yesterday, so definitely a big shout-out to her as well. Yeah, and also shout-out to another one of our listeners. Uh, she is the number one Alabama fan that I know. Her birthday is today. I'm not going to give her age, but definitely hope that she is having a great birthday. So, like I said, all Absolutely. our information, all our social media, would like, like both of us said, thanks, y'all, for rocking with us for season two. We definitely got some some new things coming for the Grown Manage podcast coming down, hopefully in the first and second quarter of this year. All our information is in the description of the episode. You can find our, our individual Twitters, our Grown Manage Twitter, our Instagram, our Snapchat, everything, you, our Facebook page that we have, everything that you need to know, we have it, it is listed on in the description of the episode. So, uh man, thank, thanks you know, everybody for listening, and we definitely will hit y'all, see y'all next week, man, and Mahalo, y'all. We out this. Peace. Peace. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0 so you can jam without limits.
It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires portent of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.